Hey everyone, welcome to episode 97 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We're bringing you this podcast on a lovely Tuesday morning this week. I'm your host, Sterling Hammer, and here's my co-host, Lee Pratterick. As always, spoiler alert, but this movie is 20 years old. Oh, tears. Um, <laughs> but yes, this week we watched uh, one of my movies, um, a fantastic movie with one of my favorite actors of all time, and I think of our generation, the millennial generation loves this man, gone in 60 seconds. Um, it's a remake. Um, I've never actually seen the original one. The original one's probably more serious and cool and blah, blah. Um, but I like, I don't know those cars and those cars are cool, but I saw this when I was a kid and I remember just watch, it was, it was a blockbuster movie. Oh, aged. Um, but this was a movie that, uh, oh, um, my bad. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. I was a little behind the scenes. I messed it up. Um, but this was a movie I saw when I was a kid. I we rented it from Blockbuster. I think I've done it. I did it a few times from Blockbuster because I would watch this movie and I had hundreds of Hot Wheels. Um, and I just remember with the first time I watched this movie, I enacted my own Gone in sixty second race, like over my entire house for like hours. Like I would, I would make these huge universes of like Hot Wheel, like cars just driving and army men, these huge battles. Like we've taken the kitchen. Like it is like ridiculous nonsense. But this movie particularly, um, I I love this movie. This movie is a hype movie to me. Um, it's definitely got its problems, but it's a movie about stealing like sixty cars. Like it's it's insanity or over forty cars. Like it's stupid. The plot's stupid, but. It's got Nicolas Cage, man. It's awesome. It's amazing. Um, but yes, let's let's real quick do a plot summary for this movie. In exchange for his little brother's life, the reformed car thief Randall Memphis Reigns has to do the impossible. In less than three days, he has to steal not one, but fifty exotic supercars for the ruthless crime lord Ray Callard call a tree whatever to stand a chance of pulling off this intricate and time-sensitive grand theft auto once more memphis has to rely on his old gang his knowledgeable mentor Otto, the old friends sphinx and donnie his reluctant ex-girlfriend sway and a band of tech suave young thieves god and they're just like so tech savvy aren't they However, the police are already on to them. Now, fast Lamborghinis, precious Ferraris, luxurious Porsches, and Eleanor. A rare Ford Shelby Mustang GT500 are just some of the cars in Rain's long list. Can Memphis execute the perfect car heist? Um, yeah, it's, it's that movie. That's exactly what happens. It's... Um, Pretty crazy. Uh, I showed Lee the trailer. This is one of the movies that I showed Lee the trailer beforehand, and this movie is dated. This movie is totally early 2000s. They say tech savvy, and it's all the stupid tropes of what like the 2000s thought like it was going to be like in 20 years. Like we're going to have so many complicated. You're going to put fingertips on your thing. All these it's like no, all that stuff is stupid. It takes time. We just still wear gloves, and 20 years later, they're still thieves are just putting on gloves. 
to cover up their fingerprints because it's still easier than putting on these weird like fingertip cover things. Like, they don't even have cell phones. Uh, it's, but but it's. I love a, a little dated movie. I because it may it may it's dated, but it makes me think of the time of when that movie came out. But obviously, this movie starred Nicolas Cage. We also this movie is star studded. Let's tell you that mm-hmm. it's Angelina Jolie, Robert Duvall, mm-hmm. Will Patton, Delor- Delroy Lindo, yep. Giovanni Risby, Christopher Estelstone, Eccleton, Vinny Jones, Scott Can, T.J. Cross, James Duvall. Timothy, they're getting less famous as I go on. Timothy, no, Timothy, Timothy Oliphant, is, is pretty. Chi McBride, Chi McBride, Will, <laughs> William Lee Scott, Grace Zabrisky, Francis Fisher, mm-hmm. Stephen Shellen, Harry Van Gorkum, <laughs> Gorkum, Trevor Godard, Goddard. Yeah, I'm gonna go Godard. Master P as John. Yeah, Master P was in this movie. Come oh on, baby. God. Yeah. Uh, Carmen Arangizano. Body Elfman as Fuzzy. Bodie. Airy Gross. Dan Hilbrand. Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Oh, that's crazy. Um, He's in the Marvel movies now, Ant Man movies. John, John Carroll Lynch. Yeah. But the Zodiac. Master P. It's fucking. He was in this movie at the same time as he's doing the movie, the Nickelodeon show with his son, where he's Master <laughs> P in that universe, but like it's a Nickelodeon universe. And, and this, he's trying to kill Nicolas Cage. God, that was a fun time. Giovanni, this was just a fun era Rizzi. of life because you had that, you had a show with on Nickelodeon with Master Motherfucking P and Little Bow Wow, his son, and <laughs> and then and you had Bow a show wow. where you had. Uh, Another one I can't remember his name, but then it was a puppet. It was a puppet. His brother was his puppet. Something like Oscar, Oscar and me, or something, something crazy. But there was a puppet, and it was yes, just I crazy. remember that one. <laughs> and they had an adopt. It was about a black was family so with a black uh, puppet brother, and they also had an adopted white brother. And it was just like it was such a crazy show, mm-hmm. such a crazy era. This movie just Nickelodeon just, ah, made, just rounds it out perfectly. A lot um, of nostalgia. Yes. Uh, this movie, if you like cars, you like going back. I loved, I loved the Fast and Furious movies up until this is the one year before the first one. Yeah, first before the craze really blew up. Um, but when since Paul Walker died, they've just gotten kind of crazy, and <laughs> I haven't really, I haven't seen the last like four. I just don't care anymore. But. I do usually I love movies like this because especially like you watch this movie in the this kind of movie in the theater or whatever and as a little kid I would go and play with my Hot Wheels and then as an adult I see a movie like this and I get in my car and go brum, brum, and it's just you yeah. feel like a man and it's all toxic and stupid and it's just fun This movie's fun it's dumb it has <laughs> It is pretty dumb I, I but it still has, it still has good actors in it. They're still being themselves. Oh, no, I mean they're all being professional. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like no one's given. I don't think anyone's phoning it in for this movie. No. There's a couple of people that aren't like the having the greatest performances, but like eh. it's also like they're like trying to play a character of like we're stealing it's, cars and yeah, you know it's all 
dependent on the material, and some people get decent material in this movie. Um, I like the cop. Delroy Lindo? Cage. Yeah, I like that actor. Yeah, him um, and uh, Timothy Oliphant. And I like, uh, it's, it's just his, 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 it was just so funny. He took auto, he took, Stealing cars so serious. Yeah, he did. And then <laughs> so like the funny. like the like the mur- the guy who was the, like the head detective for like murders is like you fuck you like, guys. Some guy just got like, killed. Don't you understand? Like they're like they're like don't you dare they're like don't you dare move on this guy over fifty exotic cars. Who gives a fuck about fifty <laughs> exotic cars? A bunch of rich people getting their cars stolen. Who gives a fuck? This guy's murking people. <laughs> yeah. And then he's just. Have you fuck like, but I have to catch him. <laughs> oh, Memphis. Memphis! And then, like, in the end, spoiler alert, if I can, we already said it, like, he gets saved, and it has that trope of him getting saved by, Memphis, like, Nicolas Cage's character, and, like, yeah. like, I gotta let you go. And it's like, hey, I mean, the cop would still arrest you. But, um, it's, it's a fun <laughs> movie. Um, and I was excited for Lee to, like, see the cast as it came up. Especially there's the brother. Pe- there's a lot of people I The little brother is, uh... Oh yeah! In my head, uh, this movie is a semi sequel to the other <laughs> sister, or a prequel. We all know what character he uh, he plays in that one. I'll just write the let the jokes write themselves there. Just a terrible human being. That's who Lee is. Hey, I didn't actually say anything. I know, but we all can allude <laughs> to how terrible you are. Um, all right, so let's do a little facts about this movie. Now, this movie gets ton- has gotten tons of hate throughout the years. It was trashed by the critics when it came out. Fuck the critics. We say it here on this podcast. We don't support critics. Who gives a fuck about some guy's opinion? Like, I don't always agree ma- with them. I can't go that far. <sighs> but um, but I go with the I masses. I don't like modern film criticism. I go with the masses. The masses like it, and the fuck it. It's just it's clear to show on Rotten Tomato. Like the, you'll see all these movies that everyone's loving and talking about will have like a fucking twenty percent from the critics, but have a ninety percent from the audience. And everyone goes, "Well, the movie must suck." And it's like, why? Because fucking eight hundred guys decided it sucked. <laughs> fuck those eight hundred guys. They can go suck a nut. Four hundred million people decided it was awesome. Like it's just stupid. So it got trashed by that. It's credited with ruining Nicolas Cage's career, which I don't understand at all. He had plenty of well, movies after this. I think it was his tax or his money problems that ruined his career. Yeah, that was more of the thing that he. That's why he had to keep doing every single role that was given to him. He had to do all those like straight to just to keep DVD paying for something. He had crazy like paying straight to streaming movies. But he did so many movies. Occasionally, a gem would pop out. Yeah, he was good in the because first he would always ass. give his good role. Because, you know, and he's Nicolas Cage, I mean... He tries. He's an actor. Seems like he's like an actor that really cares about it. if you really. cast him in the right role, he'll he'll play... A, he can play a really interesting character. I know. And but just for a minute, he was just Nicolas Cage. But I think he's kind of had a renaissance in the last few years. Um, yeah. He just had a movie come out this year. This movie had a 90 to $103 million budget. Uh, it had a box office of 237 so like I'm assuming they expected it to be like more of like a half a billion dollar Wait, movie. Wait, how much did this movie cost? 90 to $100 million. Oh, wow. But it made 237 So it doubled the money. So like I don't, it's not a financial failure. No, but it I, was yeah. truly like a critical failure. Now I assume they thought it would probably be I think it, it might have fell bigger. short a little bit though, yeah. Like they thought That's it would be like 300 or But you gotta look at the, look at the cast. 
<laughs> and like there are so many stunts, like real. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like real which, driving and really crazy, which are all really driving yeah, stunts. All no really CGI. I mean, there's a little CGI here and there. A lot of it, you know. A but lot most of, it, of it's practical. A lot of it felt real. Yeah. It has dumb cheesy pretty, humor. It has a lot of stuff that you couldn't do nowadays. Like the it's not as bad as a Michael Bay movie. One of the 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 black guy who was the driving instructor. And he's oh, like, he's yeah. with his Asian female driving student. And guess who's not good at driving? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Movies used to be good. No, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, I mean, I'm not kidding, but also, like, that'd be terrible if I was actually that kind of person. Um, but. Um, that was pretty fucked up. <laughs> God, I, like, I could see them remaking this movie nowadays, and it would just be dog shit. It would be the third, it'd be second for, remake. It'd be just a forgotten fart. Because they would make like it every, like mostly yeah. CGI, and they would just try to compete with like Fast and Furious. Even if they did all practical shit, it would just be them trying to compete with Fast and Furious, so they'd make it crazier. That'd be shit. Like, we gotta steal 800 cars from the moon. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> stupid. Like, yeah, everything has to be Bigger now. Bigger and crazier. And is there an after credit scene? Like, I, I don't to know. To set is, up more movies? This is Winnie the Pooh. Why is there going to be an after credit scene? This guy. We're setting up the Winnie the, P, Winnie the Pooh cinematic universe. Don't you want to see the Tigger movie? It's really tragic. Like, what? <laughs> it's, like, it's, just, it's just so. Because it's public domain now. Now they can do that kind of shit. But. Um, it, Boo. Yeah. But it also, this movie didn't feel like it was, it left itself for a sequel or anything. This is like no. the end of an era of when, like, you could just you release just a, one yeah. and done. You could have a standalone movie and try to make it big, but then don't have to spin a whole universe off of it. No, it could just be one. You can have one really good movie. That's all you need. This is when when studios would like divvy up their budgets between multiple projects and not just and just three. pour all their money into one. And, fucking but now, no, now, mess. now what they do is they they blow they they put it all into like three projects, which all have like ninety four branches within that project. Like like Disney has like a bunch of stuff going on other than Marvel, but like Marvel has like. 400,000 different things going on. They have television shows and like different movies and Disney can do whatever they want. At this point they own the it's world. Very sad. I know, huh? But uh yeah. Whatever. This podcast is support supported by Disney. No, I wish. Um <laughs> Bro, I'd take that Disney money in a second. Um <laughs> by saying that in this podcast we're ensuring that we never get Disney money. Um, but yeah, this movie is entertaining. It's fun. It's fucking. They got cheesy names. They got weird names. They got uh, <laughs> the, one of the main reasons I showed this movie because this movie got sparked into my head while watching Snatch. Uh, if you haven't watched last week's if you haven't episode, listened to yes. last week's episode, go listen to that now. It's the movie we watched. Um, but one of my favorite characters in that movie was. Vinnie uh, Jones. Yeah, and, and he, it's also one of my biggest critiques of the movie because his death is retarded. Yeah, he got um, Boba Fetted. And now he's in this movie. He's basically the same thing in this movie, except he doesn't talk. He doesn't really murder anybody. But, like, you know he could. Yeah, he Because yeah. he lights all those, like, guys' cars on fire. until the very end. To get Nicolas Cage out of that thing, he lights all those guys' on car on fire and it blows them up. 
<laughs> yeah. Beats the shit out of him. <laughs> like, it's pretty bad. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. I mean, I love that guy. He's awesome. Vinny Jones, yeah, he's cool. Um, I like Vinny Jones. Everyone thought that was so cheesy back then, but then everyone looks back on that scene so fondly now. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. I don't know about fondly. I look back on it fondly. Um, the movie sucks, though. X Men Three. Nah, it's okay. Sucks. I like it. Kinda. I don't really remember. Uh, <laughs> I know that they retconned it with uh, one of the Wolverine Day movies. The days of future days of past. future past. Yeah, but then they retconned all that. This is whatever. With Logan, it's that all done. got retconned too. So then I don't even know the fucking universe. And I, now Hugh no. Jackman's coming back as Wolverine in the new Deadpool movie. I'm excited for that though. That's awesome. Um, fuck you. It's probably. It's definitely going to be a multiverse one. It's not going to be. A Lo- I think Logan's dead. We'll see. I don't think they'll bring him back because that'd be weird. He was too serious for that. Yeah, we'll. we'll I think see. it's gonna be like Deadpool goes like on his own multiverse universe adventure, like just being stupid. Um, we'll see. I hope so. Um, and brings him back to our universe. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this is a Sterling movie, so it's not got a message like Lee's. Yeah, la- hey, last week I picked a movie that there wasn't really a whole lot to talk about. <laughs> it was a it was a warning against gypsies. That's all I can tell you. Uh, Jesus Christ! Come on, everybody. those are your favorite characters. I know. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into some trivia because this movie has fucking a lot of it. We're not gonna go over it all, but let's go over some of the cooler ones that sound cool. Seven Eleanor replicas were made for use in this movie. Five of them were totaled during stunt sequences. Awesome. Nicholas Cage and Jerry Buckheimer kept the remaining two. Cage regularly takes his out for joy rides while Buckheimer is afraid of driving his. Oh my god, I love Nicholas Cage. That's so dope he got one. Well, of course. Of course he got one. That's crazy. Yeah. Um Nicholas Cage did most of his own stunts driving stunts for the film. He attended Bon Durant Driving School in Phoenix, Arizona, Willow Springs, another car driving school, and the Bobby Orr Stunt Driving School in preparation for the film. He liked the race car driving school so much that he continued to pursue it as a hobby after shooting was completed. I can see that. It seems definitely like a Nick because it's so like he's got such a like uh, ADD in personality. Yeah, and I think at the time he was go kind fast, of go fast, go fast. He was kind of going for like a method actor sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So he wanted him, he immersed himself, and then he like was like, "Oh, I really like this." Yeah. Fuck the 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 fifty cars. Jesus Christ. I don't want to go over them all, but there's a lot of ones, and they're cool. Go look it up. I mean, yeah. If you like cars, this is definitely like this is a cool little quote. Probably like you like this quote, this little thing. The final chase scene was largely improvised. It's kind of cool. It's a pretty cool That's last end scene. Yeah, and like again, like most of it, I don't even. They totaled even, five Eleanors I to don't do even that really scene. Think there was? I don't really remember seeing any like CGI. I feel really. like there was might have been a Except little like bit. When they someone were like, doing like the zoom-ins z- of like the like the engine or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's like Fast and Furious kind of shit. But I know this is before Fast and Furious. I think there was a little bit when he did like one crazy, crazy jump. It looked a little CGI-ish just to make the jump, but then when it landed, it was real. Uh, I mean, they did total five of them. And I guess, yeah, Nick Cage did his own driving stunts. 
Which makes so, it more realistic, which is cool. So, I mean, yeah. That stuff was pretty cool. It's cool that it was all, that was improvised. <laughs> Christopher Eccleston. Eccleston spoke with his natural Lancashire accent in the film because he noted that in American films, the English accents are always either posh or cockney. <laughs> That's funny. Christopher Eccles, like, you know the first new Doctor Who before David Tennant. Angelina Jolie, DeLoroy, Lindo, Delroy. Giovanni, Ribsy, and Scott Can also trained at him. That's cool. Not as much <laughs> as Nicolas Cage, though. Because he's supposed to be the driving master. He talks to Eleanor like it's a person. I know, it's <laughs> funny. <laughs> Delroy, 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 Delroy Lindo accidentally totaled the BMW drives in the movie. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, you got a movie with a ton of cars. I mean, you got to think one of them hey, is going to accidentally get totaled. If it's stick shift, maybe you just didn't know how to drive a stick shift. <laughs> I mean, and then that's why It'd they probably have... Probably be me. <laughs> that's why they have fucking... Uh, insurance. Uh, this is hilarious. The title was translated to Come in 60 Seconds when released in some Greek theaters. <laughs> <laughs> Come in 60 Seconds. <laughs> like, how can they even think? That's crazy. Come in 60 Seconds. Well, maybe, maybe, you know, language. It's in. It's different. I don't know. I don't know what I was trying to say there. The role Sarah Sway Whalen was written especially for Angelina Jolie, and that makes total sense. Because this was when mm. Angelina, Jolie, Angelina Jolie was about to strike it big, or was kind of striking it big, and she had that kind of like it girl, but like the kind of like you'd make her like the kind of trashy it girl. She did. She fit that. Yeah. She was kind of heroin chic. She was. Yeah. She, yeah. Like kind of grungy that. and like. Because she kind of had that. She kind of has a similar look. Because she was also the like it, the hot girl that didn't just sit around. Like she kind of looks. The same in the movie that she did like right before this, which was the girl interrupted. Yeah, 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 yeah. That movie's intense. Um, yeah, she has the blonde hair. She's super skinny. Mm-hmm. I think she, probably soon after. Was she a drug addict in that movie? Yeah, I think that's why she was in the mental place. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, God, that movie's fucked up. It's a good movie. But yeah. That was yeah. That was sort of her, uh, her look at the time. So that would, it makes sense. They would cast Angelina Jolie in this part. Jerry Bruckheimer on the last scene. You had to drag Nicholas Cage out with a crane to get him out of that car. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Like, no, Fucking it's fun. Jerry, Come Bru- on. Jerry Bruckheimer, the legendary action movie producer. There's a lot of facts. Robert Duvall is really good in this movie. Brad Pitt was that. considered for the lead role, which would have... Oh, man. Man, I kind of wanted to see that version. I think he was probably doing I don't Snatch think while he was... Yeah, while this was filming, yeah. yeah. I, I still like Nicolas Cage in this. It's two different movies. Yes. You either get a Nicolas Cage, which makes it a little more campy and fun. More silly. But then Brad Pitt's movie would have been much more like... Probably more clubby. like the original. Yeah, but it would just... I, I think, yeah, that movie, like you said earlier, is probably a little bit more slower paced and intense. And he would have worked with Angelina Jolie. Maybe he would have oh, met... Maybe yeah, that... Maybe would have met got her earlier. 
Yeah. Before even any of that controversy. Oh boy. Ah, uh, but man, I I really want to see that movie. That would have been pretty cool. Because I feel like his would be pretty badass. Because he's just yeah, he's much more badass than Nicolas Cage in that regard. They're both, I think, like good. Really, good I actors, I would have taken it more seriously. Yeah, honestly, Nicolas Cage is fun to watch in this <laughs> movie, but replica car firms produce Eleanor Mustangs for the public. Oh, I wish I was rich. <laughs> rich, who would get all this crazy shit? Like, just make me a oh, replica yes. of Millennial Falcon. So I could fly. <laughs> it <laughs> actually flies. Um, this movie, it's a Nicolas Cage movie, everybody. We're going to have some good quotes. You have to say him exactly like him. Oh, I, I'm the worst with accents. <laughs> I can't, or impressions. <laughs> I can't do impressions at all. I'm just, I have no idea. I'm laddie. Like, I have no idea. Like, I can't even do my own. What the like, fuck? Irish. I don't know the fuck who I am, bro. Like, I talk the way I talk, and it's dumb. <laughs> I talk like a uh, like a, You're uh, a like bro. Californian. You're just a bro, bro. I'm just like a bro. Like, you know, like you guys just like don't even like under like staying like me. <laughs> just the most down. Parents just don't understand. Episode. The worst episode. The most hated episode. <laughs> just all the likes. <laughs> Um, we gotta look for ones with Memphis. <laughs> oh my God, this is ridiculous because <laughs> our friend recently has been just going on and on about Long Beach, and that's the, the main reason why this one makes me laugh. But this is at the end of the movie. Uh, the the juggernaut bitch guy. He his whole character's thing is he hasn't he doesn't talk. He was working in a morgue when they found him again. He's super creepy. Put a sandwich on the dead guy's body and then picked it up and ate it. He's super intimidating. People talk to him and he just won't answer. He kind of just nods or something. And then at the end of the movie, he just does this like speech. And then he goes, all right, so it's the the Sphinx. That's kind of cool. If his unpleasant wounding has in some way enlightened the rest of you as the grim finish Beneath the glossy veneer, wait one second, sorry, everybody. Veneer of the criminal life and inspired you to change your ways, then his injuries carry with it the inherent nobility and a supreme glory. We should all be so fortunate. You say, Poor Toby, I say, Poor us. Everyone stares in awe at Sphinx. Tumblr, he spoke. Atlee Jackson, yeah. Memphis, hey, man. I thought you were from Long Beach. <laughs> like, fucking, fuck you, Long Beach. You know, we down here in the 76, I won't give a fuck about you, Long Beach. Fuck you. Fuck Snoop Dogg. No, I'm just kidding. I like Snoop Dogg. But fuck Long Beach, man. It's all about the desert. The 76, yo, come down, meet us. We got shotguns. No. <laughs> we got shotguns. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not. Um, Memphis. I just stole 50 cars in one night. I'm a little tired. A little wired. And you just imagine Nicolas Cage saying that. Yeah. And I think I deserve a little appreciation. <laughs> like This is at the end when he's like talking to the criminal boss. And the criminal boss is like, you fuck up. Yeah, only got me 49. He's like, I got you 50. <laughs> the criminal boss, the, the villain in this movie is whack. Yeah. Rewatching it, he isn't that scary. It would have been more scary if we saw him like kill somebody. He's just, some, he's just Christopher Eccleston. He's a British man. 
And he's just like he's just a guy who steals exotic cars for rich people. But he'll that's like murder he you if you, you like fuck up or something. But, but that's what like you do in the criminal world. You're just that guy. Like that's the big spooky man in this movie is the guy who gets rich cars like cars for people that are yeah. way scarier, like yeah. cartels and shit. I don't know. He was kinda whack. The actor's cool. Like yeah, I've seen him in other good things. Like I could have been like way more intimidating. I think we should have seen him like kill somebody. Or be way more dark or something. I don't know. You never he doesn't yeah, kill he anybody. Was just like, no one dies in this movie. Except for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he dies in a really stupid I think that's when there was some really bad CGI. Uh, During his death. Oh yeah, scene, when he yeah. falls. Oh yeah. <laughs> he has one of those classic like fall like he's clearly probably hooked up to some harnesses and he's just looking He's like ah! in front of a green screen, yeah. Because the camera's like pointed down on him. Like a bukkake scene. <laughs> Um, uh, you're right though. I <laughs> this agree was with a that. funny scene when uh, Nicholas Cage goes to the car dealership to like scope out the car. When they're scoping out the cars, and he's talking to that like uh, the salesman in like his salesman's voice, Roger the Roger the car salesman. My name's Roger, sir. May I be of some help? That's funny. My name's Roger. Two Rogers don't make a right. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. He's Nicholas Caging it up in the scene. They were the director was like, Nicholas Cage, go. Give <laughs> like, me your really? ten. Memphis. Roger. I have a problem. Roger. Yes. Memphis. I've been in LA for three months now. I have money. I have taste, but I'm not an, on anybody's A list. And Saturday night is the loneliest night for the week for me. Roger. Well a Ferrari could certainly change that. Memphis. Perhaps. Hmm. But you know, this is the one. Yes, yes, yes. I saw three of these parked outside the local Starbucks this morning, which tells me me only one thing. There's too many self-indulgent wieners in this city with too much bloody money. Now, if I was driving a 1967 275 GTB 4 cam, Roger, you would not be a self-indulgent wiener, sir. You'd be a connoisseur. Precisely. Champagne would fall from the heavens. Doors would open. Velvet ropes would part. He's such a fuck. It's very, yeah, it is a very Nicolas Cage moment. Am I an arsehole? Do I look like an arsehole? Yeah. <laughs> That's like in the villain, like against the villain. Like, Nicolas Cage was always just more badass than the villain. And like, obviously that has to be. But like the villain's supposed to be able to like step up. But like Nicolas Cage bitches him like the whole movie. Yeah, it's like there's in front no, of his own men and shit. He's like, "Do I look like an asshole?" There's no like, threat. Yeah. Like the whole thing with the um, the cars really kind of is the most is where the most tension comes from. The bigger villain is Master P. Yeah, and, and he, he gets caught. Like he, I love that scene where he gets his car all fucked up. <laughs> yeah, and he ne- but him. yeah, he never comes back or anything. Because they got all arrested and everything. They took care of them. So he's because he was even lower to- lower on the totem pole than. Scary car Christopher guy, Eccleston, but. yeah. Yeah, though, they could have had, like, a more intimidating, menacing villain. I agree with that. I like the scene. God, Sway. It's... I, something just exploded in my mind. Oh, Jesus. You know how everyone, like, it's, like... When you're a kid, when you're a young boy, it's when your preferences get kind of like set from things you saw. 
And when I was a kid, I saw this movie literally when I was like eight, six, seven, something young, playing with Hot Wheels. Young. Eight, seven. Very young. I saw this movie. I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it in Blockbuster, but it was it was in Blockbuster, um, and it was like one of the big movies in Blockbuster at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Sway is my aesthetic. Cause I love Sway. I fell in love with Sway when I saw her. Sway is Angelina Jolie. Oh. That like tattooed kind of like punk emo grungy girl. Right. Maybe yeah. she's a mechanic. She goes to rock concerts and shit. Like I don't know. Just like I like the modern is like the emo chick with all the tattoos and the piercings and shit. Yeah. Jesus, that was a fucking epiphany. <laughs> Cause oof, Angelina Jolie character in this movie. Mm. I love Angelina Jolie anyway, but mm. um, what do you think is more exciting? Sway, what do you think is more exciting? Having sex or stealing cars? Memphis. God, I also didn't, but I I didn't really like the chemistry between them two. Uh, yeah, there was no sexual tension. It was a little off. You're she right. She was just he was just too old. Yeah. She's too young, and it just it just didn't feel like she wanted to fuck him, and he wanted to fuck her. And yeah, it just it just also didn't seem like a girl that like Nicolas Cage would go for. Brad Pitt, man, that would have been fucking hot. Yeah, their chemistry would no been homo. Hot. That would have been hot. Those two beautiful people kissing when they were that young still. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, oh. Memphis. Having sex or boosting cars? Um, well, uh, how about having sex while boosting cars? Sway. Oh, that's a good line. Doesn't work on a lot of girls, though. Memphis. I just blurted it out. I'm sorry. But you, you haven't answered the question. Sway. Well, you see, the problem is, how do you get over the shifter? Memphis. Oh. Oh, right. Because of the, uh, sway. Because it gets in the way. Memphis, because you wouldn't want to disrupt the Cinco Serenco mesh, the throttle linkage, the cluster master cylinder, the overhead camshaft. Sway. Why he's saying all that nonsense is they're like leaning in, kissing, like about the kiss, and just like he's just like saying nonsense, and she's and Sway's like, I can't do this. Memphis, straight inline six triple Weber carburetors bolted to each other's body structures, and then yeah. and then they kiss. He like for and then, and then Sway's like, well, it's time to work. Memphis, good breaks, good breaks too. <laughs> I don't remember the scene as much now because I'm like, what the fuck, man? What kind of lines are those? Yeah, well, they were just like sit. I remember they were like sitting in the car together, just, just stealing. They it. just didn't have chemistry. No, you're you're right. Just, I didn't really feel it. The romance isn't big in this movie for me. It was bigger when I was a little kid, but I just didn't read into those things. But well, that's what happens when you watch movies. From Especially now, I can't get Brad Pitt out of my mind. That would have been, that probably would have been cool. But I think yeah, he was probably filming Snatch at the same time. That this was probably I can see that. They both came out in the year two thousand. Kip, why are people shooting at us, Memphis? Because I blew up their car. <laughs> what a Nicolas Cage thing. All right, that's a, there's like 400 more There's million like a thousand quotes. quotes. Mirror man. 
This is a Lee movie? I shout back shot. I don't know where I went right there. But, you know, I do know where I'm about to go. I'm about to go to questions. Questions? Some questions. For who? There might be a question or two for Lee. I don't want to answer any questions. Well, you'll get them otherwise. Otherwise what? Otherwise. Otherwise I'll turn this podcast into an ASMR podcast. Oh no. Um yes, questions for Lee. Lee Lee Lee. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes. Yes, sir. Do you like Nicolas Cage? I do. What's your favorite Nicolas Cage movie? Favorite Nicolas Cage movie. Um. Alrighty, I'll say what it is. You're probably gonna be like, "Oh, you've never even heard of that." But probably. But uh, it's a movie called Bad Lieutenant. Never heard of it. Came out in like 2009. Uh, to me, I think it's like the quintessential Nicolas Cage performance because it has all of his hallmarks, him just being an eccentric weirdo the entire time. But also, when he has to be, he can also give a pretty good dramatic performance as well. And that's what kind of makes him unique among actors. I don't love everything he's done. Have you seen Moon you haven't seen Moonstruck, right? No. I'll show you that. That's a great movie. Have you ever seen Raising Arizona? Yeah, I was about to ask. Have you seen Raising Arizona? Raising How could you Arizona not say Raising Arizona is fucking That movie's great, yeah. Yeah, I thought that would be your favorite Nicolas Cage movie. Cause that's up it's there for good. me. It's good. I love that Nicolas Cage. That era of Nicolas Cage. But I think Cage. that was like before that's a he kind of developed his persona. But he's still Nicolas Cage. Like, he always he had have, that persona. He does have, ex, you know, yeah, he has his, his He was a little less crazy. But I just think the, that movie in general is just fucking wacky and all over the place. It's a fun movie, though. They don't it's make a great like movie. No more. Can't make nothing funny anymore because everything's John, fucking offensive. <laughs> one of my favorite parts of that movie, I know we're going off topic here, but my, one no, of my well, favorite Nicolas parts. Cage. One of my favorite parts of Raising Arizona it's not a scene with Nicolas Cage, though. It's the scene with John Goodman uh, when they're breaking out of the prison because they're, like, Nicolas Cage's, like, buddies. And they're gonna it's been help so long since I've seen the movie. They're going to help him, like, steal the baby. That's the whole plot of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they break out of prison. <laughs> and when they're breaking out of prison, John, they come out of the ground, and it's, like, raining, and it's all muddy. They come out of the ground, and John Goodman's like, he's holding his friend up by their <laughs> by his ankle. <laughs> Have you seen um, Brother Where Art Thou? Oh, Brother Where Art Thou? Yeah. No, actually, I haven't. You haven't? It's a I'll, it's a Coen Brothers movie. I think I'll show you that movie. So was Raising Arizona. That's kind of weird. That it is because it kind of has that scene in it. I think. 
Um, well, yeah, it's the Coen Brothers. They have that. That's their type of humor. Yeah, just ridiculous. Um, they made my favorite comedy of all time, The Big Lebowski. It's a good movie. You should have saved it. For, oh no, you did show it to me for the podcast, didn't you? No, I didn't. Oh no, damn, damn. Me, ladies and gentlemen, Lee have some movies that we regret showing each other for fun in the past. But maybe one day we can. Just like if we really want to talk about something. Yeah, there's some movies that are really good out there. Um, okay. I'll show you Bad Lieutenant one day because it's a pretty interesting movie. It's one of Val Kilmer's last movies. Sad. Um, well, no, he was in... Uh, he was in Top Gun. Did you see Top Gun with us? I can't remember now. Yes, I did. Okay. It's a good movie, everybody. It's a fun movie. It's America. Um, and Isn't we fight and we kill uh, maybe Iranians. Um, or Russians. No, they'd be Iranians. Um, or it was North like in Koreans. the it was like in the Middle East. No, it was, was it? Yeah. They went up to the into the like the snowy mountains. Though. There's mountains. There's a Himalaya. There's mountains in Iran. Iran's a giant ass country. Um. Well, the controversy with that movie was that China wanted them to take off the Taiwan patch. And then that's what motivated them to say, well, okay, we're not going to sell this movie to China. Yeah, that's what made it so amazing, too, because it did made gangbusters and didn't and wasn't it's in China. It's still in theaters. Because it's a fun movie. As we speak. Because it's a fun fucking movie. It's Go watch it. the biggest movie of the year. Go watch it and support America and Taiwan and freedom. Um, all right. Well... Back to this movie. Lee, mm. what was your favorite part slash scene of this movie? Mm, well, my favorite aspect of this movie is definitely the stunt work. That's, I know you're always a sucker for that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it's like it's it's dangerous stuff, but it looks cool. There is a there is a there is an art to it. You can do it in a way where you especially don't you, have to kill people. Especially when you read that we read when we read that like the whole last chasing was like basically improvised. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, and it you know it looked pretty. I, mean, like, it was I a don't know classic end battle like chasing of a race car movie or a car movie. Yeah, it looked explosions and police cars like flipping over. Yeah, and it looked messy, <laughs> which I guess is the point. Yeah, that's why like the car comes all beat up. He's like supposed to not easily get away from the police in the chase. Oh, but yeah, all all that stuff was really good, and it just you know back in the day I could see people kind of just being like, oh, you know, that's a dime a dozen. But now it's it's very rare to have like such extensive like car chase scenes. Yeah, back then it was like expected. Unless so that you're like Christopher cool. Nolan or something. Who refuses to use CGI? Awesome. Yeah. But also, like, come on. <laughs> hey, if you could do it without CGI, it's a lot more impressive. Apparently, for his new movie, uh, which is going to be about Robert Oppenheimer and the development of the atomic bomb, he, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, he recreated uh, a nuclear explosion or an atomic. Atomic bomb explosion without using CGI. 
pretty crazy and cool and probably really great for the environment. Um, did you know that all steel made now has is radioactive? Because ever since we've because we've tested like thousands of nukes on the planet since we invented them, so everything has a little bit of radiation in it now that it didn't before. Cool. <laughs> um. All right. Well. Okay, but what was your favorite scene then? Uh, my favorite scene. I don't know. <sighs> I mean, I guess I liked when uh, they play Lowrider. <laughs> Just the little hype scene before. You know, like the classic scene Nick of like the and that's, you know, when Nick Cage group is getting together. at his most Nick Cagey. And he does the little like. That's his, 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 his right. finger guns next to his head, like, let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, that's very classic Nick Cage. Um, okay. So, yeah. What is your biggest criticism of the movie? Um. Well, I don't know. I think a lot, like, it's mostly the uh, just one character, but the char- uh, the fucking G. Bonnie Rabisi's character makes a lot of really stupid decisions. Uh, that basically, you know, he kind of forces Nicolas Cage to have to do this shit just so he could save his life. I mean, that's the whole plot of the movie. Yeah, but is Nicolas Cage the older brother coming and saving the younger brother from it being an idiot? But then there's a lot of points where like G. Bonnie Rabisi's character is. Like, he's just super ungrateful and, like, yells at Nicolas Cage for for whatever reason. And he made him horrible And all eggs. of his friends are stupid. <laughs> they are. One of them almost, like, fucks everything up. Gets shot. Um, and I don't know, just... I didn't, like... I like all the actors in this movie. I mean, I, I love Robert Duvall. He's a classic actor. Um, it was interesting to see, uh, Grace Zabriskie, she's an interesting, weird character actress, um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, his, his crew are made up of really, like, interesting character actors, like Chai McBride, who I remember from, like, iRobot, he was... Nicholas K or not Will Smith's chief yeah the chief I love that guy and he was on that one show on Fox he's always the black guy that yells (laughs) he was in a really stupid comedy movie that I kind of like called let's go to prison um oh I remember that movie I never saw it but I remember that movie with Will Arnett yeah and Dax Shepard yeah um and there's the guy from Remember the Titans, the the white coach who befriends mm-hmm. uh, Denzel Washington, Will Patton. He's a good actor. But the thing is, it's just the, the characters just don't really stand out to me. They are written a little flat. Yeah. And, like, with a movie like this, you kind of want, like, the crew to stand out a little bit more. This was one year. Honestly, it, it's weird that you know, this movie was almost sort of like a transition movie. Um, because this is like one year before Fast and the Furious. And it's also, it also reminded me of Ocean's Eleven. 
It had both those kind of elements, yeah. Which like get also the crew for a heist. Which also came cars. out a year after this. Maybe those movies were a little inspired. I don't know inspired, but I think they took the elements that are in. Just this movie. I feel like maybe 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 a producer was just saw it was like. We could do a heist movie. Maybe not about cars. Well, Ocean's Eleven, weirdly enough, is, is a remake. also a remake. I think this was the beginning of, like, let's remake everything. Yeah. Because we have, wait, no, 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 no. Because they remade everything in the fucking 80s from the 60s. We just have air. You, you, you give it enough time, they remake it. You can't say that, Lee, when some of your favorite movies from no, the 80s true. are literally remakes from the 30s. That's true. Uh, there's movies from the 60s that are remakes from the 20s. Like, it's just... Uh, y- there's movies from the 40s that are remakes of movies from the 30s. So since literally, like, it's just... It's just what since happens. the beginning of time. Because you got to remake it for modern time, for that particular moment in time. Yeah, yeah if it's a good enough story... Yeah, some, we got, got kind of, like, jaded because they remade a lot of, like, the cheesy action movies from the 80s. Which were original movies, and they just fucking like realism them the fucking shit in our our time, and they just made them whack like uh, um, RoboCop, which I don't like anyway. But the new one is all dark and gritty, and he's like, "I am a super robot," and it doesn't look all like crazy. He doesn't look like kind of gross. He just looks like there's no violence. They PG thirteen PG thirteenified all of those remakes, so that's why they sucked ass. Um. Yeah, Total Recall. <laughs> I mean, this movie is PG-13, but this movie doesn't need to be rated R. We don't need to see, like, a person's head go through the fucking windshield. I'm not no. Really, it, it, like, fucking Fast and Furious isn't PG, isn't rated R, so. But anyways, um, the reason why I mentioned uh, Ocean's Eleven is because all the characters in that movie are pretty memorable. I mean, you know? I never, re- I don't really like heist movies. I like this movie because it's literally cars. It's fast cars. I really like cars movies. I'm not like the biggest thing about cars, but I like Vroom Vrooms. Go, ooh, that's cool. That's costume. But I don't really like the nitty gritty about it. Yeah. But I do like cars. Who? I mean, I am a dude. I like to look at cool cars. I like to hear the Vroom Vrooms. Um, Maybe that's another aspect about this movie that I'm just like kind of like, eh. You're not really into cars. Like cars are a, u- a utility to me. They serve a utilitarian purpose. Ugh. But you don't want, like, I don't know, there's something about getting in, like, oh, my God, oh my God Siri's listening to us. Oh, my God. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ, the robots. Um, Like, there's something about, like, like, my mom has a Corvette, and, like, sometimes when I drive that, and they just start, and you can hear that, like, you feel that car start. And you can hear it. It's so loud. And it just drives and it just makes a cool sound. It's just cool, man. Sometimes you just want to be cool. You don't want to just mean, be in a utilitarian fucking. This car gets me from point A to point B. But you look like a fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't want like a busted up hoopty or something. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That just sounded kind of racist. I don't want to want a busted up hoopty like you know who. Hoopty was a. Oh, yeah. It just sounded like you left out the you know like the you know who's. <laughs> Lee's just living in the 1930s now. Um, uh, yeah, I guess I am now. He's in a courtship. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I get that criticism for you. I didn't think you were gonna love this movie. I thought you, but 
I was thinking like maybe Nicolas Cage could win it over for you a lot. But Nicholas Cage made it entertaining. Yeah, he made it Nicholas Cagey. But I I didn't know you didn't like. It doesn't sound like you're a huge Nicholas Cage fan. I don't. I thought you were a bigger Nicholas Cage. I don't Cage have fan. the obsession with him that I think a lot of people do, because he's become this living meme essentially. The bees, <laughs> not the bees. Ah! It's I, a remake. It is yes. <laughs> <laughs> An example of a terrible. PG thirteenified remake. Oh come on, that is so much better than original. Is ridiculous. It is not better. It's not scary. Like it's, oh, it does, it's better than. It's not scary, yeah, because it's stupid and hilarious, and he beats up a bunch of women the whole movie. <laughs> like, he runs around in a bear suit and just punches women in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Not the bees, the CGI bees. Ah! How do you like poor bees? Like, how does that work? Because they're all clumped up and shit. I get, I've seen that, but like, it's hilarious. Yeah, how did it get? How to get burned? How to get burned? How to get burned? How to get burned? Oh, what do you do? And then he just socks. He kicks that one old lady into the chest. Like, oh, he fucking drop kicks her. <laughs> She probably deserved it. What the fuck? Uh, murderous whore. Um, but yeah, I mean, but he's also done like some kind of like whatever movies. Like there's a movie. Drive Angry. Drive Angry. That's a fun movie. I like that movie actually. <laughs> um, I've never really seen it. Have you it. seen the National Lampoon movie? No, I'm just kidding. The National, National Treasure. Treasure movies. I've seen the first one. I not like a big fan. One. Not really a big fan. I know people fucking love those movies and they've been waiting for the third one to be dope. for like 15 years or so. I like all those people in those movies. Um, Yeah, I just, I don't know. Felt like they were just like a less exciting version of like the Indiana Jones movies. More like a modern take on a grand thing. Um, new Indiana Jones coming out. We'll see how that goes. Um, The fourth Indiana Jones movie. The fifth. Hopefully they bring there back with Sheila Booth. That, that happened? There, that was a thing? Sheila LaBeouf is his son. Canon. Um, <laughs> they'll kill him and then he'll have like a long lost son who's black and transgender. Um, no, I think they might replace him with a woman or something. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean... Nicolas Cage is an interesting actor. Gives some really fun performances. Um, well, let's see if that what what that performance is worth to you, Lee. Okay. What is your rating? Okay. Um, I already uh kind of. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. Bing, bong, bing, I guess I don't really have. Bing. Bung, 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 bing, I think I would bing, have like a bing, big wrap bing, up for this bing, one. Bing, I'm giving you Jeopardy, Jeopardy music if you didn't know that. Bing, bung, bing, bung. Um, bing. Bung, that was bung, a six. Bing. Hurts the heart, but it makes sense. Makes sense to you from you. Uh, I give this movie an eight. Um, I liked it a, uh, I liked it a lot more in my memory. Um, for, but nostalgia just was hitting hard for this. Yeah. I remember liking it a lot more, but I, I, I do still really love the movie. I do think it's really fun. 
Um, I'm a, I guess, clearly a bigger fan of Nicolas Cage than Lee. Um, I didn't know I'd seen more Nicolas Cage movies than Lee. Um, because I have I've seen a lot seen of stupid, cheesy ones. Have you seen The Weatherman? No. Did you see the one where he... Um, I've seen The Family Man. Yeah, I was about to say The Family Man. That's a good one. Damn. Fuck you, Lee. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. Mm. Barely remember it. I don't. I mean, I do. I mean... <laughs> um, all right. Oh, with that, before we round it out, we got to figure out what are we going to be watching and talking about next year. No, next week. Not next year yet. Ah. (laughs) I want to stab you. Oh. Uh, (laughs) um, So, next week is my choice, of course. Um, Commandeered, I'm too. This week... Marks the uh, release of the new Avatar film. Awesome. Which is uh, directed by one of my favorite filmmakers, James Cameron. That's true. Who's, uh, we actually talked about one of his films earlier this year, The Terminator. That's true. Go watch that episode. Listen to it, yes. Uh, So, uh, just because... Um, it's kind of a, it's kind of a big deal, honestly, because James Cameron hasn't made a movie since the first Avatar movie, which came out oh, over yeah, thirteen years ago. Sheesh, because you spent all this time on this. Yeah, this movie's been a long time making. It, I haven't seen. I've avoided trailers and avoided uh, anything that could possibly spoil it. I want to go in. Fresh. I haven't seen any of the trailers, but I did kind of. They just show a scene from the movie, because I went and watched Avatar when it got re-released in theaters recently. Because Avatar is my favorite movie of all time, um, easily hands down. Love it. It's fucking beautiful. And I didn't actually see it in theaters the first go around. I did. Um, so it was cool to see it this time. Um, and then they showed like a scene from the new movie, and it's like, jeez, because the old. First Avatar still is beautiful. The CGI is still flawless 13 years later. It's pretty crazy how great it looks, especially on the big screen. He put a lot of effort into that movie. That's what, because that was his first movie since Titanic at that point. He's kind of a Quentin Tarantino kind of guy that takes decades. Well, Um, Tarantino doesn't take decades to make movies. every Every few years. He doesn't even have the idea yet. He was on Tom Segura's podcast recently, and he was just like, "I don't know." He's like, "I only got one more movie, and I haven't even thought about it yet." Well, yeah, if it's gonna be his last movie, he's gonna want to probably put more God, better not be time into it. It's going to better be. not be like hateful, eight. boring as dog shit. Um, we'll see. I loved his last one, Django and Chain Two. No, he would never do that. Um, Please don't make a Kill Bill Three. Oh God, don't do that. I mean, unless it's cool, but probably won't be. So don't. Um, but, oh, yes, I haven't even really said what movie it is yet. Uh, we're gonna watch Aliens. Wow, Aliens! His sequel to the, uh, original Alien. Which I've seen. That's why he showed me Aliens. Very surprising. It's because it's an AMC movie 10,000 times. But, yeah, that's my choice. Yeah, so everyone look forward to that. I'm, I don't know, 
I'm indifferent now to Lee's movies. Because um, I don't know if I like, like it or not. Sometimes I do. You liked Snatch, which was surprising. That one's less surprising. It's not like that was a horror movie or something or some fucked up mind fuck. I mean, there's still like, like kind of messed up things in sure, it. Sure, like but like these criminal I've characters, seen, no romance. Sure, but at this point, you've shown me over fifty movies with no romance. Like your movies never have romance in them. I mean, it is. It's sad. It's a sad romance. It's a tragic romance. <laughs> I gave Lee a good face. You guys couldn't see it. But <laughs> it was like, yeah, you were just giving me like a, what am I going to do with this <laughs> face? Disgust. Disgust. No. Um, all right, everyone. Look forward to that uh, episode next week. Um, we're hoping everyone is having a happy holidays. If you're, we, if you're working out there, good luck. It's terrible. It sucks. But uh, hopefully this podcast gives you a little reprieve, gives you a little entertainment and a little joy. Um, that's all we can hope for. Um, as always, please rate, review, and share the podcast. We really could use some more ratings. We could really use some more reviews. All those things help boost us up to the algorithm and show the algorithm that this podcast is being listened to and watched and people want to hear it, so show it to more people. Um, yeah. Uh, go follow us on Instagram at It's Not The Worst Movie Ever Podcast. You'll find our personal Instagrams linked there. At my On my personal Instagram in my bio, you'll find a link or a tag for my TikTok, my personal TikTok, my dog's TikTok, my dog's Instagram. Go follow those stuff. Follow our personals. Follow us for good stuff. You'll see my Goodreads link there. My uh, letterbox is linked there. Lee's letterbox is linked in his bio. Go follow us on those, those things. See... Well, I told him to everyone, ladies and gentlemen, but this motherfucker is a fucking ninety-year-old man in the future and doesn't understand the internet. Um, I just for, I'm forgetful. Sure, excuses. Um, ninety-year-old man. Well, I mean that makes actually even more sense. Yeah, um, right. you're still ninety-year-old man either in either scenario. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're gonna keep rambling on because you know we're stoners. So we're gonna end this now, and we're gonna hope you have a great week and enjoyed the episode. I'm going to get my lucky crack pipe. Awkward.